0: Is it even picking that up?
1: Um, it should. It, it'll probably take that. It'll, that'll probably come out. Um, so hey, uh, hey, it's John Anderson from Windows Dev Center. I am joined today uh, by Catherine Storm from from Team Xbox Design. Hey, Catherine.
0: Hey, how's it going?
1: Uh, it's good. It's good. So um, day we're 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 here in the morning of uh, day three of GDC, and I, I sent out my my day two thoughts yesterday, but I wanted to just uh, sit down with you and see what you've seen so far and what you've, uh, what your GDC experience has been. Sure,
0: yeah. So I got in yesterday about noon, so I didn't get a full day at GDC, but I did get to see a couple of panels, which were really cool. Um, the first one was for Donna, which is a gender inclusive, uh, see here, pull out my notes to accurately represent what I saw. Um, So Donna was a network for inclusive game education, which is in Sweden. And the really cool thing about Donna is it's peer-to-peer education. So you really build that empathy between peers, which they found is the best way to kind of encourage uh, kids to really latch on to game development. Um, You know, I see what you're doing, and I want to do that. Um, And I thought that was really cool. And the second panel that I went to was overcoming community negativity and exercise insanity. And what I thought was really cool about that, um, in contrast to what we saw last year, among like the development tracks, was um, devs really getting in there and you know taking the reins as far as like empathy, right? They're really taking it in their own hands to like dig in there and find out like what their users are thinking, um, finding ways to like solve those problems. And I love that. Uh, Yeah.
1: Uh, so, so I was at that one too. And I, you know, I had an interesting takeaway, the guy, the, the the presenter, I thought he was, he was, he was fantastic. And I thought his, uh, you could clearly see that he'd been in the weeds, uh, dealing with, uh, community negativity and it's, uh, results you know take it had had an effect and it was interesting to to talk to hear some of his different um different pro tips on how to like sort of mitigate some of that yeah while finding the good feedback in the uh the like vitriolic spew
0: yeah Um, yeah the whole part about uh finding like i mean he didn't say it outright but finding influencers to kind of get in there and kind of rally the troops as it were is a great one and one that we talk about a lot um just even like in Mm -hmm. in our work oh yeah totally
1: i think it's interesting to hear that approach too because it's 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 a little less these things where there's like you know there's these app companies out there that basically want to enlist free uh like free community moderation and, and that kind of thing yeah but instead just using it as a, uh, a way to uh, facilitate better communication right like uh, I forget the name of it was it like I think it was like Donnie Chen or something uh, Yeah,
0: people admire like these community uh, folks that are really just one of them like I could be you mm-hmm. and you know we we see you rise up and like you know this admiration.
1: I thought the whole kind of thing, the whole wrapper around it of them I mean he come the guy came out in the, at the very beginning of the talk. I'm not sure if you were there right, when he said what their company does, but they were uh they work on essentially like low-cost uh to, to develop mobile apps that are yep. all reskins of one another. Yep. And it was just it blew my mind that there are people like super pa- like a super passionate community around these uh these yeah people like, are really kind of
0: invested in like all of the all of the parts and like really being like you know invested in like i i'm not getting my money's worth or really paying attention to every like slip up or like wonderful thing that they do and writing these intensive like pieces of feedback it was yeah. i mean from when portion of the like talk he just shares like all this feedback and you're like this is freaking intense yeah (laughs) people are really invested and yeah yeah
1: i think it's i mean it's interesting because i think you know you and i work in a in very much in a a triple a or high like or like you know i didn't say high indie but like indie space where you know uh and, and we see this kind of reaction semi-frequently and it just to see that hey there it, it applies to all facets of the games totally games although I, I imagine probably board game uh, communities probably have a little bit oh of it. yeah <laughs>
0: oh yeah i mean there's there's a community around every like you know there's a fandom for everything right
1: yeah uh, did you want to talk a little bit more uh so the first panel i'm sorry so donna is a uh, that's an acronym right
0: uh, I'm not 100% sure.
1: But this is, it's an education program?
0: Yeah. Um, so their goal is to attract women to the game industry, and they kind of break it down as to how to do that. Um, they influence game educators and how to even out the gender balance. Um, they actively work towards inclusive game education. Um, yeah, they want to bring uh, some, like... Normalization to women in the game industry, and specifically in Europe, specifically in Sweden, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And they they're showing like the steps they they take in order to do that. And the big part is really advocacy. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and just the peer to peer is a big part of it, which I thought was really cool. Um, a lot of it is, you know, going outside the normal avenues to go educate, Mm -hmm. which is like, you know, as long as there's a 50% ratio of women in that space, they'll go there and educate and it's education peer to peer, of course. Um, and yeah, and that that's the part I really latched onto is like, if you want to do something different, if you want a different result, you're going to have to go do something you haven't done before. You can't just keep going to the same places and expecting the same result. You're going to get the same results, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really like that kind of approach to um, creating change.
1: That's really interesting. And uh, do they mostly do they work with? Uh, do you see peer to peer? But are they starting? Like are they, are they approaching folks of all ages to? to uh,
0: um, usually like uh, probably school age children mm-hmm. um or people in school yeah um so anything from like grade school through like college programs and stuff like that so any kind of program that teaches game design, um, cool
1: yeah that sounds that sounds really uh sounds really interesting um yeah I haven't actually been to many things on the advocacy track. So far this year, I've been yeah. really slacking. Um, so as far as so, I think like and, and you know you can feel free to disagree. Like last year, it felt like there was just this fervor, like this fever pitch around VR, and then uh, this you know and and the advocacy track also felt like really huge, like that there was a, a major push around uh, inclusiveness. Any major trends you kind of noticed this year? I know you went to a couple panels yesterday, but just in talking to people or, or getting a general feel for what the, the conference
0: has been like? I feel like there's a lot more, um, I guess, advocacy this year. Um, less narrative design. Um, I don't know if if the inclusiveness is because there's a major trend, I think, in the industry because of all the... the um, Things that have been happening in the media, high-profile pro- incidents. Yeah, yeah um, I think there's been actually less VR because oh, yeah. of the releases that have happened already. I mean, I think last year a lot of things were bubbling up, like you know. There were products getting released. Yeah, there was we were, a lot of hype around that.
1: GDC last year mm-hmm. was like four, three or four weeks, three weeks before the Oculus launch, and yeah. then five weeks before Sony. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah, uh, before the Vive, and yeah, it was um, it was there was a fever pitch for sure last year, and I think it's a little more sobered this year. Um, but it has been interesting to I've, you know, I have a active personal interest in VR, and then uh you know spent a year being a part of uh, the analog design team and and, you know kind of see a lot of that stuff going around uh but it's been interesting to go to these these panels and uh have people actually talk about have customer data or like being able to look at things in hindsight and really this is what we learned Uh, because there's a bit of that last year but you know when you're talking about going out to a group of a thousand people who have DK2s or whatever, like whatever your, mm-hmm. t- your test group is, it's certainly a lot different than, than actually having retail products in the store. Oh, the stores. Because it's a a little bit all over the place.
0: Yeah, to be honest, I haven't been looking as closely at the VR tracks because that's not my interest this year. Mm -hmm. So I'm really curious to see what you uh, take away from those and you know how they stack up against what you saw last year.
1: You're in luck because I've released (laughs) two two podcasts already. Yes. Um, So what do you got? So it's Wednesday morning. Uh, What do you got going today?
0: Um, Today, let's look at it. They have this handy-dandy app, which is great. Um, uh, practical networking advice, which, uh, not for myself, I'm really interested in um, not a one-size-fits-all as far as networking goes. I think that being involved in the Xbox Women in Gaming um I'm really looking forward to contributing some some uh, some different takes on how to do that. I think that um, one thing we've been discussing this year is like, you know, not everyone approaches networking the same way and we want to uh, include in our discussion of inclusivity, not only the things that people expect um, from it and what what people talk about when they talk about inclusivity but also like personality Mm -hmm. too and you know attracting people to um to the discussion of women in gaming and to um what xbox has to offer or what women in gaming has to offer also includes like how to network and stuff like that Mm -hmm. so adding to that um Adding to that conversation and kind of thinking about that is important. Um, creating compelling characters, insights from a panel of character concept artists. Um, that's always interesting to me um, from a storytelling perspective. I think as designers, we always talk about storytelling. Um, that's always interesting. Um, we can always tell stories better. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Something we're always trying to refine and then world building, the power of developers, and representing diversity, of course, um, always adding to that diversity bucket. Um, cool. But yeah, today is is a lot of prep also because we have the uh, Women in Gaming luncheon on Thursday. So tonight we have an event in the evening. Okay, cool. Are you um, uh, are
1: you gonna go to the award show? Uh, Six thirty to eight thirty. I am a huge mark for that stuff. Uh,
0: Yes, you know, that that gets me so hyped. I love seeing that. I think I had emotional response last year to that because it just it feels so like, you know, you're a part of this and yeah. seeing people get celebrated for their work. Um, I would love to see how that changes and grows over the next couple years.
1: Yeah, I'm really interested. Um, so uh, Nina Freeman is yep. hosting the IGF portion. Uh, she's the creator yep. of Sybil. And then Tim Schaefer is hosting the the GDC portion. I am, like, such a mark for both of them. Yeah, uh, She's working on Tacoma right now. By the way, Tacoma is on, is in the Day of the Dev section in the, the main hall, the North yeah. Hall. Uh, like, I can't bring myself to play it because I just, like, I'm like, I'm going to save this. Right,
0: exactly. Uh,
1: but, you know, uh, that that's really cool. Uh, I can't stop talking about it. I, met a, I met a professional wrestler yesterday. That was really, nice. really hype. Um, and then today... Um, a lot of stuff i worked on is is getting kind of rolled out in some way so uh, i'm pretty pretty excited slash nervous thank you um i i'm gonna feel like kind of a dope just going to a bunch of microsoft things but i i do want to kind of gauge reaction to some of the things that we're we're putting out there Mm -hmm. i think that's uh i think that's totally a really important thing for me being here because you know my cus my my customers my users are developers i'm designing for th- for these people so to, to understand like general feelings about what i work on what other you especially know, what's going the q a portions too. yeah um so so yeah that's gonna be big uh, and then tomorrow the you know id8 xbox mixer mix it up with some developers and and get some uh, feedback on, on on their experiences with microsoft um yes so that is what i am hyped for maybe i'll meet another wrestler that would really be Uh, be cool i just i run into this thing where i like sometimes there'll be nothing i want to go to and sometimes there'll be three three or five things at the same time Mm -hmm. so i think uh i'm definitely going to flex my my vault account a little bit Uh, it's
0: hard to think about it that way because you're here now yeah but yep that's the great like benefit of having the vault
1: sometimes when you go to something that's slightly disappointing and you're like I could have been doing a postmortem for Thumper right now. Come on. Um oh there's a classic post postmortem on uh, the Dreamcast game Seaman today. So I will for sure be at that. The Leonard Nimoy classic. Rest in peace. Um yeah, so that is uh our day three preview. Nice. So this was fun, Catherine. Thanks. We should uh we should definitely try to do this
0: uh, I love it. I one love... or more times yeah.
1: before the week is up. Um Remember that other time we recorded a podcast? And I know. I was gonna <laughs> say I
0: love doing this with you, but nobody knows about that one time that we lost an episode. Yeah, um. <laughs> it was
1: a really good one too. Yeah. Just the, and the the thing, the funny thing about being the only episode of that show we in you know 140 that we we ever lost, and it it happened when we had a guest, uh, so that was embarrassing. Of course, yes. <laughs> hey, but um, but yeah, we'll we'll do this some more, and um. I don't know how to end this. you want to say
0: goodbye? Goodbye. See you tomorrow, GDC. <laughs>